is Dr. Aiken with the Mind Fitness Method podcast. And in this episode, I want to talk about self-esteem and what effect does having good self-esteem have on weight loss and what effect does bad self-esteem have on your weight loss effort. And so, you know, a lot of people talk about the reverse of that, about how weight loss can improve self-esteem or how being overweight can negatively affect. But, and that's obvious there, there's a, in my, in doing my research for this episode, I came across a, a study published in the, uh, a journal called the personality and social psychology review. And it showed the obvious, which is that people who are overweight tended to have less self-esteem, lower self-esteem. But it was a little bit more detailed than that. It, what they found is that people who are achievers, people who are more diligent and conscientious and by nature they are just wanting more out of life, are more negatively affected in terms of their self-esteem when they are overweight. They also found that women were more women in the study were more negatively affected in terms of self-esteem than men by being overweight. And that in part, though, is due to a lot of social pressures that can contribute to women being more negatively affected. I'm, I'm presently reading a book. It's called Looks, which is a it's a, written by Patzer is the last name of the author. P-A-T-Z-E-R. It's a fascinating book about how much social social currency that we get for having greater uh, physical attractiveness. And, you know, one dimension of physical attractiveness is weight and being lean and fit. And so it is just amazing how much uh, pressure is on women in so many angles uh, in so many dimensions of physical attractiveness. But for sure, weight is a big one of those. And that's why, uh, because it closes doors for them, you know, whether they deserve it or not. Uh, We just, we are so biased toward people who are more physically attractive. uh, And it's, a lot of it undeserved. So another study I was looking at, though, was in a journal called Health Psychology uh, that showed that women were noted to have an improvement in their body image and their self-esteem during the course of a 48-week weight loss program. But it got interesting because... After the first 24 weeks of this 48-week program, the women in this program started to have a decline in self-esteem and body image, not down to the point where they started at the beginning, but a decline nonetheless. So, and that's despite still being successful with their weight loss. Now, this suggests that when the women in this study stopped appreciating their achievements in the weight loss after approximately six months. And, you know, if this is a common pattern among women, well, then 
it just, it shows that those social pressures that I'm talking about are for for one thing causing a parallel issue with self-esteem. And um because obviously it isn't just the weight loss. It's, you know, the, it seems that the women in this study, they keep the pressure on themselves, even despite success. Now, I, another study that came on, uh, saw that was very interesting here, it was in the Journal of Health Psychology. And they found that having a lower body dissatisfaction, and, and let me say it a different way, Having a better body satisfaction resulted in greater weight loss when people tried. So if, if, the, if you are more content with yourself your body, and not being too dis, dissatisfied with your appearance, you will be more effective in your attempts to lose weight. So we already found that body image and self-esteem are connected. So this shows that having higher self-esteem would allow you to be more effective at losing weight apart from anything else. So, you know, a lot of people, and this is what I am thinking, is that there are two separate issues at play. There is, there is the weight issue but then there is self-esteem and self-esteem is a, it can be improved by weight loss, but it also is its own issue that caught, that must be dealt with in order to improve the weight loss. Now, one of the things and probably one of the most common things that lends itself to having poor self-esteem apart from being overweight this is probably the number one cause of poor self-esteem is having a neurotic predisposition. This is a psychological term, neurotic predisposition. People with neurotic predisposition tend to be very anxious. They are worriers. They are the ones that just feel, um, you know, very anxious about everything. And they also tend to have poor self-esteem. They are, uh, have a lot of emotions of guilt. They tend to be very moody. And, you know, there's a couple of flavors of people that come like this because some are introverts, some are extroverts. So if you're extroverted and you are having and you are neurotic, uh, then you probably suffer from the neuroticism more because you get your strength and you recharge your batteries from being among people. And yet that's where you'll make yourself the most vulnerable. Whereas if you're in introverted and it well you can deal with being alone a lot easier you gain your strength from being alone so uh, you'll just tend to bottle up and separate yourself from society and you can therefore offset the unhappiness that comes with beating yourself up in public but um, it also has many downsides you know a lot of maladaptive behaviors um, such as emotional eating. So unfortunately, neuroticism is largely inherited. Uh, just like, you know, narcissism is largely inherited. People who are very self-centered and manipulative, narcissistic 
people who can't really empathize with others very well, uh, they tend to be, it, it tends to be an inherited trait. And same with neuroticism, neuroticism. So folks with this trait tend to be in their own heads, beating themselves up. And they may avoid social settings due to feeling socially inadequate. Uh, this is the, the, the psychological term for that is low social self-efficacy. That's how they describe feeling, you know, just not very confident in your social skills. So one way that you might improve your self-efficacy, uh, your social self-efficacy, one way that you might improve your self-esteem is by improving your social self-efficacy. You can, and one of the best ways to do that is to do volunteer work. There was a study that I saw, it was a, in a book called Social. And, and this was a, this book was fascinating if you haven't read it, but it's, it's about how important a social life and social interaction is to our happiness. And in that book, they found, one study was saying that working in a soup kitchen as a volunteer once a month provides the same amount of happiness as earning an extra $25,000 a year. Now that's that's pretty powerful. And so what's what's great about working doing volunteer work if you feel that you fit the characteristics of being neurotic is that you can you can improve your social self-efficacy by being in this setting where you're distracted by the work, the volunteer work, there's a mission there. So you're, you have a reason to be there. You know, it's not like a party where you just show up. There's a mission to be done, but it also at the same time provides you a forum where you can interact with others socially and build those social skills and build your social self-efficacy. And as we've seen with improved Social self-efficacy comes greater self-esteem, which means better results with weight loss. So, again, everybody talks about how being overweight lowers self-esteem. That's obvious, but self-esteem, low self-esteem is an issue in and of itself. And it can lower your ability to lo lose weight if you don't deal with it. So think about signing up for that soup kitchen or that, you know, food rally or whatever it is uh, that you need to do. Uh, maybe it's something that you can volunteer at your kid's school. Um, but those volunteer opportunities are opportunities to improve your neuroticism, improve your self-esteem and help yourself lose some weight. Come to the website. I'm at www.ericakinmd, that's E-R-I-C-A-K-I-N-M-D.com. Also sign up for my free masterclass called Professionals Fitness Fast Track. This is a 40-minute masterclass that will show you the secrets that my clients and I have been learning in order to maintain long-term weight loss, in order to make the behaviors of weight loss so much easier and long-lasting. 
You can get there by going to www.ericakenmd.com slash register. This is the Mind Fitness Method podcast. And remember, it is your brain that maintains the change. Thank you.